I was just pondering a little bit about some of my own journey and just what my parents did for me, the, sort of the gifts that they gave me in my life. A couple of you reminded me yesterday on my birthday that in so many ways, there's this great thankfulness for, for my own parents to be open for, for my life to enter into this world, um, especially for, for my mother. And as I thought about that, I thought, you know, much of what you're doing is working. But I know it doesn't feel like that sometimes, right? And, and, and what I mean by that is the seeds that you're planting by, by your holy existence, by your perseverance in faith and, and sort of making that something that's known amongst your families and your friends, those really are the seeds. Those are the things that you're planting in people's lives. You know, now that I've been here for a while, of course, like I, could, I can look out at so many of you and, and know some of your family members and some of your children and some of the situations, you know, and, and some of your loved ones who have, who have died in the last couple of years in all of those different situations and realize that your presence as faithful Catholics in their life plant so many seeds that we don't quite know what fruit that's going to bear. Sometimes we do have the great gift of, like obviously my, my parents had the gift of seeing my vocation do something very unique, you know, and stuff. But, but I remember, I do remember very, very clearly my disin- disinterested self being at a Sunday Mass where if I had some sort of sport practice the night before or the day of, I would have gladly, like, not gone to Mass if my parents let me do that, right? I remember being that, that person, that teenager. But yet, there was an example that they, they sowed into my life that was still there, um, then there becomes a choice to the individual. They have to make a choice eventually if they're going to follow the example laid out before them or not. It, it's kind of out of your hands at that point, right? You, you know, you continue to do what you can. You continue to intercede on, on their behalf by praying for them um, and by doing everything that you can, but you, keep, you continue living your holy life realizing that it has more of an impact than we all think. Uh, Thomas and I just exchanged just the, the, the briefest mention of, I mentioned that when each one of us realized that increasing in holiness was a real thing, that really started to change our life, right? You know, I think all of you would agree with me there, right? Because it's like, because you can look at a former version of yourself and you could think, oh, I used to do all of these things and I still have opportunities for improvement. But there is improvement. There is change. There is like a virtuous way of living. There are certain things that we actually leave behind. Some things forever. And then some things like that thorn in the flesh that St. Paul talks about are very nagging things and, and they, and they sort of stick into us, you know, and, it, and it's a lot harder to, to brush them aside. But we can see real progress in our life of a virtuous existence, of trying to grow closer to God. And then what's the result of that? You're like, oh yeah, like the version of me now is way happier than that other version of me when I think about that person. And so that's really the buy-in. People understand like, oh, my life is transforming. It's truly configuring itself to, to Jesus. It's changing to morph a lot more into him. You know, the more that we receive him, the more that he configures and changes us to be, be like him. And in the reading today, our first reading is one of my 
one of my favorite ones um, in the letter to the Romans, and especially the very first words which we hear. Brothers and sisters, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. Um, you could probably read that, just that sentence every day, you know, in, in our current times, just to remind you that the sufferings of the present are nothing compared to the glory that revealed to us. I get the same anxieties of all of you, tr- trust me. Um, you know, sometimes I see certain things, whether in the church or in the world, and I'm like, ah, I just should turn that off because I'm starting to get upset. <laughs> you know, I could feel the anxiety level sort of rising in my, in my body. But then I always have to be reminded of that reality right there, that the sufferings of the present moment are, are nothing compared to the glory that we receive in Christ because somebody planted that seed in our life and it actually has grown. And so it brings us closer and closer to him. So, so just keep doing what you're doing. Um, and, and if you feel like you're not doing it enough, then, then try to add a little bit more of that virtuous existence in your life so, so that those that you know see it. They see your holy way of life, your Catholic faith, your, your devotion to the Lord, and that someday, at some point, maybe long after each one of us is gone, they might remember that example and decide, you know, I want what my grandmother had. I want what my mother had. I want what my father had. And, and they'll realize what you had was Jesus Christ. God bless you all.